Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Broadcasting live from Studio 34. Midtown Manhattan, it is your boy, the closer, here at Studio 34 Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This is the Fantasy Football Frenzy, of course. And uh, last week, we uh, we had a draft during the program, during the BFFs. And we'll talk about it a little bit. But first, let's bring in the guys. My guys. Starting with my man, Fantasy Taz, Jim Day. What is up, my dude? Happy Monday. Hey, happy Monday, Chris. It's uh, another day, another dollar. We're out here to talk some football. Out here to talk a little football, baby. Let's go. It's getting close. It's now time. Obviously, a lot of news out there as well. George, what is up, brother? What's up, guys? Always happy to talk some more football. Week one of the preseason is behind us. We get to move on once again. Uh, You guys are looking sharp, let me just say. New college shirts. I'm wearing a college shirt. We're all wearing college shirts. I like it. Listen, I almost always wore a college shirt that let you know, by the way. I rarely wore anything else. (laughs) I try and look professional here. I I appreciate that, George. I mean, and the jerseys are cool, though. I think jerseys are okay. I think we should should be allowed to have Friday jersey day. That'd be fun. That'd be fun, yeah. I'm cool. Relax Fridays. Absolutely. So uh, these guys had a good weekend. Uh, I had a pretty good weekend. And Friday we had that drift. Let's talk about that a little bit. So (laughs) it was the FNTSY you know, annual expert draft, I guess you could say, but it was more of a staff draft. Uh, and quite frankly, though, it seemed like some of the non-experts, shout out to the pit, Alex Fasano, Steve Sadovoy, who's been on the program a couple times already. Their teams look pretty good. I took a look at all these teams, yet it seems like some of the experts had made some mistakes and got too cute. Uh, George, your team looks really good. I like your team a lot. It was solid, safe. Very good team. Josh Jacobs I, was a great pick there. Jim? I love George's last four picks. I thought they were excellent. Yeah, George's last four picks. We'll give it to you. C.J. Anderson, L.A. Rams, D. Uh, you're, not ca- you're not catching what Jim's going for here. Uh, he's, uh, he's hanging me out the dry here. Is my last I quarter. wasn't. I just said they were great picks. Why, why? Tell me. Don't know where else. My last four picks my daughter made. Uh, that this draft lasted forever, and I had to go pick up my niece <laughs> at the train station. So I had my 12-year-old. I'm like, listen, she has no, knows nothing about football. I'm like, listen, just take the – I gave her a list. Of, just the take cue. some guys. I don't, even, I don't even care what you do. Just take some guys. I had to tell take a defense. No, you have to get defense in this league. Other than that, just take some plays. Take names you like. She did good. I don't see anything wrong with it. She see, said cousins because her cousins were coming over. <laughs> That's how she no. was. I asked her because she had cousins coming over that day. So I took cousins. <laughs> I liked it. You know, it's like everybody else is at the top of the list, I believe. She said the Rams, I think, were at the top of the list. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that was a uh, that was a what a two hour forty five minute draft. I had to go. Yeah, that was a long draft. 
Uh, it took longer than expected because it was kind of live, but it wasn't. It was online. There were certain people that were live here talking about their picks. Uh, we had some technical difficulties with the sleeper app that we were using. Uh, but for the most part, it's because we didn't have a clock. So that'll always slow things down. Live drafts are usually longer, obviously, than online. But no, your last four picks weren't bad. I mean, you got your backup quarterback. You got your D. A couple of backup running backs that I think are pretty solid. Ryquel Armstead was your last pick. He's the true handcuff at this point. Now, he's a rookie. True handcuff to, uh, to Leonard Fournette. And listen, Leonard Fournette has his fair share of issues. So, quite possibly, we could see him at some point this season as a fixture at running back for a few weeks or so, depending on what happens with Fournette. But, you know, it's not a bad pick. Uh, yeah, I think your team did, you did really well drafting. Steve and Alex, I think, did well. EY. So, Jim, you did good, except your team's pretty old. That's the Who one cares? thing. It's a, it's a redraft. <laughs> it's not a dynasty. I'm not looking for three years from now. I look at it this year. and I, You know what? I don't care what how old my guys are. My guys are going to decimate this league. Wow. I don't know what the heck of the rest of you guys were even smoking. I mean, uh, there were other people who had good drafts, Jim. Well, George. I give it to George. All right, you give it to George. What about me? I get nothing? Eh, not really. All right, well, thanks. I can't, I can't tell what your team is because that the trade you made. Oh, yeah, that's right. You can't tell what my Yeah, team. that's what the was... whole problem is. And, and Steve hasn't put him into Yahoo yet. But that's because... So we can't even go there and see that. That's not, that's not Steve's fault, though. I will, I will say that. I'll back up Steve here. It's because two people still haven't really joined the league. Yang, of course, hasn't joined the league yet. Uh, and he also ha- made some questionable picks in that draft, but it's understandable. And... Uh, Who's the other one? Davis Maddock has not joined it yet, but I think he'll be joining soon. So we'll get the rosters out there, and, and we'll talk about it. But listen, you have great running backs. You probably have the best running backs, Jim. James Conner, Todd Gurley, great start there, I like. Edelman as your wide receiver one. Listen, he's a great wide receiver. He's more of a two for me. But listen, you took two running backs in the first two rounds. That's what's going to happen. So you get Edelman, you get Robert Woods, who's solid. Absolutely love it. These are two really good PPR wide receivers. This is a half-point league, though, not a full PPR. Uh, and then A.J. Green in the fifth, which could be a steal, right? But these three wide receivers, they're up there in age. They're up there in age. Um, and then you had... So it's the next one. So are the next guys. Larry Fitzgerald is your fourth wide receiver. And not bad for a fourth wide receiver, but he is way up there in age. Uh, and then your t- tight ends... Uh, Delaney Walker, your starting tight end is Delaney Walker right now. Another older, injury-prone because of last year player. Uh, eh, it could be a problem, but you have Kyle Rudolph backing you up. And uh, listen, you got decent backup running backs. I see it. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's just a little older. There might be some injury problems there. We'll see. But I think it was pretty good. No one there who's got real injury. Well, Edelman has some injury history. Absolutely, I'll give you that. But A.J. Green, of course, the last couple has been having some injuries, and I I get that. And he's probably going to miss a couple games to start the season. But even if he misses the first three games, then I get him the rest of the season as the true number one that Dalton loves, throws to a ton, feels comfortable getting him involved, especially in the red zone. I, I don't fear that pick at all. All right, you know, I understand. Listen, you pick the guys you pick because you like them, right? And you don't feel like Gurley, obviously, early second-round pick for Jim. And I would have did the same thing. Uh, I'm on Gurley with Jim. I think that, listen, even with less touches, he could, he's super efficient. He had 19 touchdowns and 21 touchdowns the past two seasons, uh, respectively. So, I mean, he's absolutely a risk, but he's worth the risk. He could be a league winner, right? So, uh, Edelman, Woods, A.J. Green, 
could be solid uh, if those are, well, you only start two wide receivers in this league and two flexes. But you have Edelman and Woods, which is very solid, just older players. And then Fitz and A.J. Green are kind of your flexes. We also got Geronimo Allison right after that, which I really like, but we'll get into it. Uh, about to hit the break. Fantasy Football Frenzy on a Monday, coming back from uh, our first, you know, big uh, industry draft of the season, really. We'll be right back. Fantasy Football Frenzy, Jim Day, George Kurtz, your boy, the closer. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be. So we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. In this league. Cole Beasley have the better floor. John Brown's going to get those points in bunches. So when it comes down to roster construction, I think you look at your roster and say, okay, what do I need here as a secondary bench receiver? Am I looking for a guy that I can throw in there on some good matchups? Or are you looking for a floor guy because I have a lot of upside already with my wide receivers? So I think you kind of pick and choose that way. And they're both not that far away from each other. But I think at the end of the day, it's going to be John Brown. Saturdays, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. And we're back. An old school Jim Day tune. The poppin'. Fantasy football frenzy. It is August 12th. The summer's flying by. The season's getting closer. 
and we're ready to play fantasy football. We had our first draft on Friday. If you guys caught that live, it's also up uh, on YouTube. You can watch. It's three hours long, though. Uh, I don't know if you want to watch the whole thing, but we had our first draft live. And uh, today, we're talking about AFC North. We did AFC East last week. We've been doing the team previews all year so far. We're heading to the North and starting with the Baltimore Ravens, who did win the division uh, last year at 10-6. and six. Uh, We'll talk about them in a little bit, but I want to continue with this. So, as I was saying, Jim Day, that's, that's his... I mean, I want to go over, like, real quick, each of them. Like, one thing that I want to talk about, though, is during the draft, we were hearing things about Antonio Brown. Where's Antonio? He's missing. You know, he went missing, and, and uh, you know, then he comes out with the helmet stuff. Now, obviously, a lot of that came out after the draft or in the later part of the draft. And uh, personally, I, I ended up trading. I had the third pick. I traded with Dane Spit and Speed. Shout out to Spit and Speeds, the statistician. Um, I traded my third pick for the first pick. I wanted Saquon, just in case I don't get him again this year. Uh, I took Saquon first. And then I, I also gave him my second and six round picks for his second and six. So he moves up a little bit in those rounds. He ended up taking Leonard Fournette in the second round with, with my pick. Uh, I had the last pick of the second. I ended up taking Adam Thielen. I wanted to go Antonio Brown, but with all the news around him lately, his foot, I said, let me go a safer route here. Let me go with Thielen, much safer uh, at this point. And then it quickly came back around to me because I had the third pick of the third round, and T.Y. Hilton was obviously gone right after that. Keenan Allen was gone. Really the only top in that kind of tier that area was left was Antonio Brown. And I took Antonio Brown with the third pick. Now I might be regretting it a little bit, but I will say this. I did kind of he'll, salvage he'll it a little play, bit. You'll be fine. You'll be, I'll be fine, you think? Yep. I hope so. I really hope so. Because as of right now, my team, Saquon Barkley is my RB1. I took Philip Lindsay in the fourth as my RB2, which I'm not super happy with. I wanted Josh Jacobs, George Kurtz, sniped Josh, Josh Jacobs in the fourth round before I could. Uh, and that was a great pick right there because that was the end of that tier for me. And I ended up taking Thielen and Antonio Brown's my wide receiver one and two. But I did go wide receiver, wide receiver again and took DJ Moore and Sammy Watkins later on uh, in the fifth and sixth rounds. So I try to back my wide receivers up a little bit there. I have four solid ones. Uh, running backs, I really have depth. Wait, wait, you got who? I'm looking at the draft board and getting all confused here. <laughs> yes. So, oh, that's right. You traded to six, too. Okay. Right, right. Okay. So, what so happened? You got Brown, you got DJ Moore, and you got Sammy Watkins as your top three wide receivers? No, Thielen is my number one. Thielen. Yeah, Thielen in the second round. I know. It looks like oh, so dangerous. Thielen, Brown, DJ Thielen. Moore, and Watkins? Yes. And then I have a fifth wide receiver. Uh, I, okay, I was, gonna, I was just going to rant at you if it was Brown. Moore and Watkins. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't rant at you with dealing there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I had to go with one safe top-tier wide receiver. I thought Brown is the high-risk, high-upside play uh, in the third round, which was sketchy, but that's why I took Moore and Watkins in the fifth and sixth to back them up. I also have Debo as my wide receiver five. That's all my wide receivers. Running backs? Look, it's really simple. Before you even get into your running backs, it's really simple. In a league like this with a lot, lot of people that know what they're talking about, you, you have to take shots. You have to take mm-hmm. chances at those high upside guys. So you sure some of them might burn you. You know, guys like Brown, guys like Gurley, guys like Melvin Gordon, even Ezekiel Elliott in the, the first round to George. I mean, these guys are all concerns right now. 
I'm not saying they stay concerns, but they're concerns right now. Um, so you still have to take a shot on the big upside, guys. And I definitely have no problem with you taking Brown in the third round. If it was me, I would have done the same exact thing. Appreciate that, Jim. Yeah, I mean, you got to take shots sometimes, it's the, right? It's the other two where I think you really just went off the freaking rails uh, what, what, with more? DJ Moore and Sam Watkins. Uh, just too early for me. Too yeah. early, too early, too early, too early. I mean, I didn't want to take DJ Moore in the fifth, per se, but what was happening there is all of a sudden, Godwin and Big Mike go on the 4-5 turn to Dane Spitting Speeds. He took those two high upside wide receivers, and we're in that part of the draft where you have those, that group of up, really high upside wide receivers, those young wide receivers, with Godwin, Big Mike, DJ Moore, Cooper Cup, all those guys. And so after Godwin and Big Mike went, Landry went right after that. And all that was left really was Cooper Cup and DJ Moore in that tier really for me. And I went with, the, to me, the really high upside, number one wide receiver on the Panthers, DJ Moore over Cooper Cup. Next, Except now there seems to be some question as to whether or not he will be the number one on the Panthers. Because of Curtis Samuel? Yeah, there's a lot of people questioning that. Dude. Look, I'm not saying that's how it's going to play out. Because, look, I like Moore. I think he's going to turn into a great wide receiver. I'm not trying to put Moore down. Mm-hmm. I just think he's a little too high for me, my liking right now. And the fact of the matter is, is Samuel has been out playing him in camp from Every single beat writer, everybody who's there saying Samuels looks like the star in that wide receiver group. He's made a huge change from last year to this year. And last year he had seven touchdowns as a rookie. And now they're saying how much better he's gotten. To me, it's just like, wow, you got to pay a little attention. And like I've been saying all along, I always thought he was a better value just because you can get him five rounds later. Well, that five rounds is going to start to creep up, folks. Um, You're going to start to see more fall down just a little bit. You're going to start to see Samuel, you know, come up as people react to all this news. But uh, just more, look, I think he's going to get there. I'm just not sure he's going to be that guy this year that you could draft. Some cases, people were drafting him in the fourth round. That's just, to me, that's just nuts. I can't do it. Yeah, fourth round might be too much for me. Um, but it, it was kind of like, it was the beginning of the fifth. Uh, and I know that if I don't take him there, I'm losing out on a lot of wide receivers because my next wraparound is very far away. The sixth round was very far away for me. So, and I was at the end of the sixth round because of the trade. So I, I took DJ Moore. I took a chance. High upside guy. He, even if he's not the number one wide receiver on the team, he's still going to be on the field Almost all the time, even if he's the number two wide receiver, he'll be on the field and he'll get his opportunities. Uh, and that's what I'm concerned with, with DJ Moore. And I think, you know, there's a, there's a tremendous amount of upside there. He's my wide receiver three, not my two. So I'm cool with it. And then that's why I also got Sammy Watkins in the six. Now, I was thinking it was between DJ Moore and George Kittle for me in that spot. That's where George Kurtz comes in. Two spots after me after I take uh, DJ Moore. Cooper Cup goes next to Yang, which was a good pick by Yang. Uh, and one then, of the few. One of the few. One of the few good picks by Yang. Uh, yeah, sorry, Yang. I had to pick on you on Friday. Sorry, yeah, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> we had to. I mean, the two-quarterback thing, we'll talk about it. But, Kurtz, George Kittle drops to you in at 5-5, five, five, which is pretty much a steal when it comes to drafts right now. Uh, tell us why, you know, you ended up going that route. I'm sure it just fell into your lap. You weren't really targeting Kittle, but it's a great thing that it fell into your lap. No, I generally like to wait on a tight end. Uh, I would, under ordinary circumstances, I would not have taken a tight end in round five. I would have waited probably somewhere around double-digit rounds to take a tight end. But uh, 
Dane did sort of screw uh, a lot of people over taking Godwin Williams back to back. That hurt. And then he started a, a wide receiver run. Landry mm-hmm. went. More, I may not have taken more. I may have Cooper Cup was somebody I was looking at as well. And they all went. So I didn't have another wide receiver I really liked. Yet. I didn't have a, uh, only had Mike Evans. Yet. I did want a wide receiver too. And it ended up being the next best player on my board. And I generally follow my, you know, my rankings, my BPA. And it was George Kittle here. Zach Ertz was there as well. I really had a coin flip here. I would have taken either one. I was hoping, uh, you know, somebody would take one or the other. Because I did look at these guys in round four and realize, oh, you know, these guys are still here. I They're might want to take a tight yeah. end. Yeah, but I was hoping somebody would just make my decision for me and take one. Ended up being both guys. Uh, I flipped the coin and ended up on Kittle only because my thinking was, well, you know, Wentz has Jeffrey he can throw to. You know, he has a couple other wide receivers, Deshaun Jackson he can throw to. And really, with Gucci Garoppolo, it's just Kittle or nobody. You know, in my mind, Pettis, we'll see what happens there. So uh, that's, that was the tiebreaker for me. But I would have been just as happy with Zach Ertz. So I didn't plan on getting Kittle, just the best player available. Yep, yep. And that's sometimes what you got to do. That's why you got to adjust. Take the guy that you have highest ranked on your, you know, your rankings, your draft board, whatever the case may be. Uh, Kittle lingering to fight, and also Ertz lingering to two picks after that. Sony Michelle, James White, and then Ertz goes at 5-8. So in the fifth round, two big tight ends go. Something that might happen in your drafts. People wait on tight ends. So when we come back, talk a little bit more about this. We'll get into the Baltimore Ravens and what fantasy weapons will pop off this year for them. Jim Day, George Kurtz, your boy, The Closer. We'll be right back. Fantasy. Freestyle. Freddie Kitchens, rookie head coach, never been more than a positional coach. I'm worried about the Browns if they hit adversity. I don't know that first-year head coach Freddie Kitchens is ready to handle the ego, the drama that may come if the Browns don't get off to the start that everybody expects them to. I was early on the Browns. It's gone a little bit too far. I think the value is Pittsburgh in the AFC North. Watch live Mondays and Thursdays, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on FNTSY YouTube channel. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to Fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's Fat100.com. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. 
Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Season is here with another slate of games this Thursday, and season-long fantasy football drafts are in full swing. Head over to RotoExperts.com and check out the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, including the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet, heck, anywhere in the galaxy. Davis Matek and the Roto Experts have you covered with Dynasty, season-long, and best ball formats giving you an edge, regardless of what type of season-long fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with promo code FNTSY. The NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at rotoexperts.com. Nice. There you have it. Jim Dave Reads, hashtag... Fantasy Football Frenzy, it is Monday, August 12th. We're talking fantasy football here, but we're going to have to get into the Baltimore Ravens at some point. We talked about this draft. Like I said, Kurtz, great job. I mean, solid draft. Matty Ice is your QB1. You got Kirk Cousins as your QB2. Uh, George Kittle and Austin Hooper, your tight ends. Fantastic. You know, I, I will say this, and, and no offense to George or, or anybody, but really it did, it, we did talk about it on Friday with Yang. I mean, if you get an elite quarterback in a one quarterback league, um, you know, why take another one? Uh, to me, that's it. And, and I'm not, you know, I, I guess you what could George stream is them, doing. Right? Wait, wait. I, I, well, are you going to take Deshaun Watson out for Jared Goff? Or how often no, no, are no. you going to pick the wrong one? I'm defending your point. I'm saying that you take one quarterback if you have a great quarterback that you're taking at QB1 because you could stream off the waiver wire. For one week. Yeah. One week. One you know, week, you or to, you, you know, pick somebody up for a bye week. Well, Watson, you do have to worry about injury. You do have to worry about his legs. You got to worry about injury. Aaron Rodgers, you got to worry about injury. Everybody, you got to worry about injury with every player in the freaking NFL. <laughs> Let's stop talking about. It. Um, it's true. You know, I, I, look, I'm not worried about it. He played 16 games. Maybe he's a little banged up, but he was still a number four quarterback last year. You you pick up the number four quarterback. Why do you invest in another quarterback, especially a good one like Goff, in, in a round when you could still get viable fantasy players? Makes no sense to me. Now, George, you know, I get it. I mean, he he picked his, his starter in Matt Ryan, and then his little girl said, I got cousins coming over, so I want cousins, and I, I'm good with that. It's not really an issue there, but, you know, when you draft a, a you know, a Pat Mahomes or Deshaun Watson, 
or even an Aaron Rodgers, why in a one quarterback league take another one? It doesn't make any sense. Take another shot on another wide receiver. Take another shot on another running back. If they don't work out, they become waiver wire fodder, and you can go out and pick up somebody else that could possibly help your team. You don't need a second quarterback on the bench, especially two good ones, because I guarantee you 80% of the time you're going to pick the wrong one. Right, right. And it's a good point to people who are newer to fantasy and fantasy football. Like Yang, you know, listen, Yang's not an expert. So, and Yang doesn't play fancy football like diehard like everybody else, I'm sure. You know, he probably saw Goff on the board. He took Watson in the sixth. He saw Goff on the board in the ninth. And he's like, this, this is a great quarterback. Let me draft him too. You know, I don't think he was really thinking about roster construction and things like that. I think he just thought this is like the best player on the board right now. Let me take him. But of course he's the best player on the board right now because everybody waits on quarterback. So, there was a ton of quarterbacks out there to grab uh, after Goff as well that, that are QB1s, potential QB1s, and are, you know, perennial QB1s. Uh, you know, you took Russell Wilson in the round after, the, 10th, uh, the 11th round. Yeah, Goff went in the 10th. You took Russell Wilson in the 11th. That's your only quarterback. Now, to, for me, I took two quarterbacks too. I took them back-to-back in the 11th and 12th because I drafted Andrew Luck in the 11th. Now, the only reason why that's a smart move. Yeah, you, uh, of course you got to back him up at this point. We have no idea what that calf injury is going to do. So that's smart. That's being a smart fantasy owner. Totally get that. Absolutely love that that combination. You did a great job. You know, same thing here with uh, who was this? Uh, who's nonsense Ped? That's Steve. Or, that's Steve. Oh, Steve. Okay. Well, draft. he did a great job with Cam Newton and Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. You got two guys there that you have injury concerns with, but you know, between the two of them, you should be able to get a solid season. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And he did it, uh, even later than I did. I mean, the reason why I took luck at 11, I wasn't planning on doing it, but he fell so far. Uh, and you know, I, obviously he's a big concern right now. He hasn't even practiced yet, but he, uh, the, the ceiling is so high. And I figured at this point I need a quarterback. Let me take him and I could still get a nice backup, which I did in Kyla Murray. And those are my two quarterbacks right now. But, you know, there are concerns. But that's why you take a backup for those type of quarterbacks. Certain quarterbacks you don't have to. You do it with tight ends, too. Uh, you know, Jim, you did it with Delaney Walker. He backed it up with Kyle Rudolph. Uh, George has Kittle, but he also wanted a, backup t- a good backup tight end. He takes one in the 12th in Austin Hooper. And I went Vance McDonald in the 9th and then Jack Doyle in the 14th. So, you know, having a backup tight end is useful sometimes, too. So, but quarterback... You know, unless you're trying to pair it up or you got a very risky guy, you don't really have to take a backup like Jim has done here. Otherwise, it's okay to take two. It's good to pair quarterbacks sometimes because there's so many out there that are good. There's still some quarterbacks out in the waiver wire right now that could be on some teams. Uh, that's how it is. Uh, I don't want to get into the rest of this draft right now. I want to talk Baltimore Ravens. We could get in that tomorrow because I want to talk, Jim, about the people who did, you know, try to get too cute. Davis Maddock. Davis took Melvin Gordon in the third, and that was his only running back for the first eight rounds. One running back in the first eight rounds, and that was Melvin Gordon, who's a, a major risk, obviously. Uh, and then his second running back taken was Kalen Balaj. So he took a bunch of rookies, high upside rookies that could potentially play, but he might have problems managing this at the beginning of the season. If Melvin Gordon doesn't play, his two starting running backs are Kalen Balaj and Justice Hill. That's risky. Um, That's risky. There, there's no doubt about it. It absolutely is risky. I'm not a big fan of Balazs. I do love Justice Hill. I just said in the chat room, I wouldn't be surprised if he leads this team in overall yardage. 
I like this kid a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sold on Mark Ingram fitting this offense. He's never played an RPO offense before. So that one's got me a little bit concerned. I do like Justice Hill. I think he fits exactly what they've tried to do. So I'm not going to be surprised. I, I like Justice Hill, Justice Hill a lot. He actually took him just before me. I was going to come, come and take him. He actually did that quite a few times to me, Davis. Uh, you know, he, he knows what he's doing. He's got he all those fancy numbers. But, man, I wouldn't want to go into the season with that because he's got a lot of guys that could be the guy at some point in the season. You just don't know when it's going to happen. And, man, I, I wouldn't want to feel comfortable trying to go into a league like that. He's got a lot of great wide receivers. Don't be surprised if they end up becoming trade bait when he tries to get a running back from somebody. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have Justin Jackson. I might have to work something out with him in terms of that, especially if Antonio Brown, you know, his problems well, lingering. he's got to sign up, right? <laughs> yeah, first he's got to sign up. But yeah, he has Balazs, Hill. Tony Pollard could end up really working out. It could end up working out, but it's very risky. And obviously the BFFs, they took Kelsey in the second and Pat Mahomes in the fourth. Now, I understand taking a tight end early at one point, you know, certain drafts, you want to take a tight end, take, uh, you know, Kelsey in the second, fine. Or or take Pat Mahomes in the fourth. Doing both really limits you. So at this point, you know, their, their second wide receiver was Dante Pettis drafted. Uh, and their running backs are Aaron Jones, James White, Latavius Murray, Carlos Hyde, Peyton Barber. So they're going to have, it might have trouble managing those running backs and even the wide receivers because it's Pettis, Westbrook, John Brown, Kenny Stills. Their one is great, DeAndre Hopkins. That was their first pick. Fantastic. But when oh, he's you, a bum. But, but when you do Kelsey and Mahomes in the first four rounds, a quarterback and a tight end, it really limits you for the rest of the draft. That's the problem with that. Uh, going one way or the other is fine. I think doing both, it, maybe they got a little too cute there, but you know, I'm sure they'll figure it out and manage it. We'll see. Well, we've mentioned the, the name a couple of times. Let's get into it because this has been one of the bigger discussions over the Antonio. weekend. Antonio. No, Dante Pettis. Okay. Um, it, right now, it's looking like he's fighting to even be a starter in this offense. Hasn't had a good camp. He's had multiple drops throughout camp, throughout OTAs. He's not having good preseason. You know, meanwhile, Jalen Hurd is, is – been coming on like gangbusters. He's been playing exceptional all throughout camp, had an exceptional preseason game. If he has one or two more of those, we could be looking at Dante Pettis as a number three, maybe even number four wide receiver. It seems every every beat writer is saying that he has developed no chemistry whatsoever with Garoppolo. Um, they just aren't on the same page. And unless that drastically changes, you know, that... Phew, Dante Pettis is a number two wide receiver talk should maybe well gone soon. And then they followed up with D.D. Westbrook, who, you know, I, I like D.D. Westbrook, but so far all of the reports are he's not the one that's building the rapport with Nick Foles. It's Chris Conley. Now, I'm not a big fan of Chris mm-hmm. Conley, but, you know, if he's building rapport with his quarterback, the one thing Chris Conley can do is fly. Um, he can get down that field in a hurry. And if he's mm-hmm. got his quarterback on his side and, and a quarterback that doesn't mind throwing that that ball to him, I, I'd be surprised if he doesn't outplay D.D. Westbrook. The BFFs had a, had a tough draft here. Yeah. They really did. And I don't know if it was just one wanting one guy, the other wanting the other. And, you know, they'd say, okay, well, you take this guy, I'll take the next guy, whatever. It didn't work. Yeah, yeah. I think they were just saying, listen, we they have a lot of drafts coming up. They have the Flex Draft, which is an expert draft. They got GST, which are in with us. Um, they did Flex Draft already. They did Flex Draft already, right. So they're in a lot of leagues. I think they looked at this league and said, let's let's play around a little bit. Let's see what we could do if we go Pat Mahomes and George Kittle and try to grab the best players at the other positions early. 
and see how it looks. And I think at the end they were like, oh, this wasn't the greatest idea. But, you know, sometimes you experiment. I just experiment, have to point you know? it out to them. I'm sorry. I just yeah, no, to. absolutely. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, listen, it's a draft. It happens. It's early in the season still. And like you said, certain guys are going to move and change on the board and stuff. And you can manage it if you draft depth as well, which, you know, George – you drafted good depth also. Uh, you have... George had a great draft. He had a great draft, yeah. He did. You know, Mike Evans, Allen Robinson is wide receiver too. That's the only place where I say there's a problem, but that's not a big problem. I mean, that's because he got Kittle. So, it works out. Uh, Sterling Shepard, Emmanuel Sanders, Deshaun Jackson, Duke Johnson, C.J. Anderson as backups. Great draft there, George Kurtz. We'll come right back. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Eventually, we'll get into the Baltimore Ravens. It is your boy, the closer, George Kurtz, Jim Day. Be right back. George at least gets second place. (laughs) Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. The morning line. Asked after the game, John Harbaugh, like, what do you think about they didn't play Nick Foles and you play your starting quarterback for the entire quarter and Harbaugh in classic fashion's going, that guy's got a Super Bowl ring. He's an MVP Super Bowl champion. Like, do you think he needs to play? He's like, my guy played six games last year. He's like, my guy needs the work. Nick Foles does not need the work. Weekdays, 6 to 7 a.m. Eastern on the FNTSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. 
Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at rotoexperts.com. Welcome back. Good song, Brian. Nice. Fantasy Football Frenzy. It is August 12th, Monday. Talking football. Let's get into uh, the Baltimore Ravens real quick here. Um, Obviously, they've made changes in the offseason. New offensive coordinator Greg Roman was promoted from tight end and assistant head coach. Uh... They lose Flacco, of course. They traded Michael Crabtree, uh, Alec, I'm sorry, Alex Collins, Eric Weddle. Collins, obviously, a free agent, and then broke his leg, and you know he's out there. Um, running backs, they added Mark Ingram. They added Earl Thomas, veteran uh, safety, great safety in his career, but older now. Wide receiver Seth Roberts for some depth there. Uh, and then the draft, Marcus Hollywood Brown was their first pick. Miles Boykin they drafted in the third round, who a lot of hype right now in preseason. Uh, running back Justice Hill, who we just mentioned, and a defensive end Jalen Ferguson in the second. So uh, that's their draft. They're coming into the season as the 11th-ranked O-line, according to Pro Football Focus. And, of course, their defense last year was fantastic. They were number three against the run, according to DVOA and Football Outsiders, and number six against the pass. So. Uh, number six against the run, number three against the pass. That's, that's all you got to know right now heading into the 2019 season of the Baltimore Ravens. Now let's dig into these players. Mark Ingram, who we, we recently talked about. I want to speak to George about this. Comes in, looks like to be the de facto lead back here in Baltimore in a run-heavy approach that their you know, Harbaugh, head coach, he decided to utilize his quarterback and cater his offense to the style of quarterback that Lamar Jackson is, which is a running quarterback, right? And he said, you could put a bet on it. You could put it in the bank that he's going to have over 136 touch, uh, carries or rushes as a quarterback. So Mark Ingram comes into this offense. George, do you think Mark Ingram can be successful in this type of offense? Because a lot of running backs are when you have a running uh, QB and you do a lot of these you know, QB run option type plays. Uh, or is this... A committee with Justice Hill involved, or maybe does Kenneth Dixon and Gus Edwards, who looking to be on the outside looking in here, can they get involved as well? What do you think, George? I think there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen here. Yeah. And that's going to be a problem. I think Ingram may get first chance to fail. You know, he'll start as the de facto starting running back, but if it doesn't work out, and it could be very quickly, he'll, all of a sudden it's Hill because he's running better. Or it's Edwards because he was the guy last year. You can also look at it. Well, doesn't a lot of this depend on Lamar Jackson and his, uh, as he learned anything as a passer? You can look at that game against the Chargers last year in the playoffs, where the Chargers totally shut down the Ravens. Now, was that because the Chargers saw Lamar Jackson twice, and they knew how to uh, game plan for him? What's it because they saw a film on him, and they were to break it down, figure out his weaknesses, and go from there? Uh, either way you look at it, it's not good. Teams had all offseason now 
especially the other teams in the AFC North, to study him and find out what his weaknesses are. Can he uh, overcome them? He's, once again, he's had all offseason to get better as well. I assume he has, but how much better? If he's not a better thrower, it's not going to matter. Teams are going to play eight men in the box. There'll be big plays, of course. Lamar Jackson himself will make big plays in the run game. He is that kind of an athlete. But the runners as a whole could have a problem here. Ingram, I also worried uh, about, we want him to be the goal line back, right? That kind of scorer. But if, what if Lamar Jackson is stealing those shots? Because he's going in for a sneaker. He's doing the outside. Or he's doing those kind of plays. And he's stealing four to six touchdowns from Ingram uh, over the course of a season, which could easily be the case here. That limits Ingram's value. Uh, I have a lot of doubts about Ingram. Was also Jim brought it up earlier about the RPO thing, which I, I don't even want to get into. That's even crazier. I don't know if he can handle this kind of system either here. I don't think you'll see uh, me have Ingram really on too many teams here. Justice Hill, yes. Uh, especially if I was playing in Dynasty or Keeper Leagues. I always take shots on the younger running back. I know in one of the leagues I play, and I was disappointed that Justice Hill went to pick before me, and I ended up with Armstead on Jacksonville instead. So I have Ingram as a, a high-end running back three, but he's in there with all these other backs that have major question marks because they're all part of a pretty much a two-back system. In this case, it might be a three, four-back system. Mm-hmm. So I don't love Ingram. He's a, a, a reserve flex guy for me at best. Yeah, yeah. So there you have it. And I agree. I think Mark Ingram's a flex. Uh, you know, there's upside. If he gets the volume, there's upside for him to be an RB2 or something. Uh, but oh, right yeah, now, that's flex. without a doubt. Yeah. Look, he definitely has it in him to be an RB2. There's no doubt about it. Had two 1,000-yard seasons with New Orleans. Uh, you know, so if, if he gets in this offense and this offense works with him, then absolutely he could end up as an RB2. Uh, heck, uh, in that offense, he could even be a little bit more. But I just don't see it. I, I'm just concerned. I'm with George on, on a number of things. He's never run the RPO before, which scares me. Justice Hill has looked great, had a great preseason. For Justice Hill, it's really going to come down to whether or not he can pick up the block. If he can block and keep you know, the, where he needs to in that aspect of his game, then I think he's going to see plenty of playing time. This kid is fast and he's just so agile moves well in and out i i really like what i've seen from him so far and that was like one of the worst one of the picks in the draft that i hated the most was david taking him because i really was going to jump all over him uh with the very next pick so that uh that you know davis screw you buddy um (laughs) (laughs) so I, i really like that pick a lot but you know ingram has it in him to do it i just it really is going to come down to whether or not he can make the RPO work for him. And, you know, I, I say he's never played in it before, but that doesn't mean he can't learn it. Yeah, yeah. And for those of you guys who don't know, RPO is run-pass option. So run-pass option plays, you got Lamar Jackson, who's that type of guy, and it could throw defenses off. Because when you do an option, you could, he could flip it back to the running back. He's rolling out. That's the type of quarterback he is. And he can throw on the run to an open receiver. And, you know, if guys are stacking the box and coming up on him, he might find some big plays through the air at times. But, um, no, I listen, I, I'm with you. Mark Ingram went in the third round. He went 3-9 in this draft that we did Friday, uh, which I think, to me, is a little too, too soon. Uh, I would rather him, I think, end of the fourth, early fifth Otherwise, because, you know, he's older. He's 29 years old. Like you said, we don't know if he can run in the system. Uh, and you have other running backs there. Justice Hill is a, is a promising running back. He might cut into touches. And a lot of teams run by committee. We know this. There's not a lot of bell cows. And Mark Ingram isn't really a bell cow at his age right now. He's not, you know, he's not looked at that way. He's not a prolific bell cow in his career. He's never really been that. He's had flashes of that, but he's never been that. Uh, 
So I think it's a little early for that. Then you got Justice Hill, you got Kenneth Dixon, Gus Edwards. Dixon's a great pass catcher. I like him at like the very end of the of the draft if you want to uh, take a dart throw on him. But uh, Justice Hill looks to be the highest upside guy in this backfield with Mark Ingram, uh, and it could be a sloppy situation. So you really don't want to invest too much into any of these guys. That's why Mark Ingram in the third too high from my blood. So that's the running backs. Let's get to Lamar Jackson in the receiving game. Lamar Jackson. Oh, and by the way, Mark Ingram comes into the season. He was RB34 last year. This year, he's RB21. We're talking PPR. NFFC ADP, he's RB21. And his ADP is 44 overall. When we're talking, and Justice Hill is way behind that. He's RB56. So you could get him for much bigger of a dis- discount. Uh, when you talk about the rest of this team, you got Lamar Jackson, who last year ended as QB32. But that's not what it really was. When he came in, Jim, I'm sure you know, once he started, when he became a starter, he was up there at QB, right? Top 10 at least. Oh, yeah. He was definitely putting up fantasy points, and you know, most of it on the ground, of course. Um, you know, but the, there's still so much of his game he needs to improve on. And it, it's, it, he's been weird for me in camp because we keep getting two different things out of camp. Coach is saying, you know, he's going to run a ton. He's going to be a workhorse quarterback and all of this stuff. And then he comes out himself and says, oh, you know, I'm not going to run as much this year. And yeah, and everything out of camp is saying that he's looking, you know, 100%, if not more, better at passing the ball this camp than he did all last year. So he might have taken that next step. And, you know, they have weapons. As long as Hollywood Brown can get healthy, they have some speedy weapons between him and Miles Borkin, that they could really use a lot of that short work uh, between them, you know, get Mark Andrews down the seam. So they have some weapons. If he gets even, you know, a little bit better as a passing quarterback, I just think if he does that, that actually ends up helping him as a running quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, listen, in the draft, yes, they tried to address these problems and give, um, give the Ravens support. And they drafted a wide receiver in the first round. They drafted a wide receiver in the second round. They drafted a running back in the, in the third round, I believe. So, which was Justice Hill. A fourth round. Excuse me. They drafted in the third round a defensive end, Jalen Ferguson. So, but the hype is coming. It's interesting because the hype is coming from Miles Boykin more than uh, obviously Marcus Brown right now because Marcus Brown is obviously dealing with injuries and things like that. Well, he's on the field now and practicing. He's back practicing now. But Boykins look good in preseason. Uh, people obviously hyped about him. He, he listen. He's the the guy that I covet. Uh, freak, six four two twenty. He's pretty damn fast, loose, long. He, he he could be that dynamic playmaker for the Ravens. The question is, George Lamar Jackson is the quarterback, and we don't really trust Lamar Jackson as a true quarterback. So we draft him. He comes into the season as QB twenty one according to NFFC. So you don't have to draft him too early. He's cheap, but he could be of great value in fantasy. But when it comes to his weapons, not so much. George. Well, if you're asking me if I'm going to draft any uh, Brown, uh, Browns, any Ravens wide receivers, the answer is uh, no, I'm not. Uh, now, maybe uh, Marquise Brown I can take a shot on late, uh, see what happens there. I just don't think this is going to be the year where Lamar Jackson makes anybody as far as a receiver valuable. And that includes the tight ends, by the way, as well. I don't see that happening here. I'm sure he's gotten better. You know, the 100% better. Ah, listen, that's all camp speak. Everyone's great in camp. 
you know, we'll see what that is. But I'm not so sure I'm buying any of that. Sneed, no thank you. Uh, Robert, so this is a redraft league. So we're talking about a dynasty league. Oh, great. Marquise Brown, I'm much more interested in. Uh, different kinds of keeper leagues. If you keep Marquise Brown forever, sure, I'd be interested in. But if it's a you know, keeper league for two, three years, probably not as much here. I do like Lamar Jackson as a quarterback, too. I think he is going to run. I think him saying he's not going to run as much is all bull crap. Mm-hmm. All right, he has to run. That's where his value is as a quarterback. I don't know if I buy the, when we heard early on, he's going to run 10, 12 times a game. If they do that, he'll be in a coffin by week 10. <laughs> so I don't buy that. But like I say, it's, it just comes down to simple. I'm a math guy. Simple math uh, for me. If Lamar Jackson throws 175 yards a game, that's seven points. Runs for 60 on average, six more points. That's 13. One touchdown. We're not up to 17, and he's done nothing. Right. So 175 yards a game is nothing. One touchdown is nothing. Yeah, we're not even giving him a rushing touchdown yet. Right. You One touchdown. that every other week. That's 20 points now. I'll take that. He's got such a high floor. I love him as a quarterback, too. Right. And even if he throws a couple picks, usually minus two for a pick. If he threw two, that's minus four from 20, 16. That's still a pretty high floor. Uh, considering he threw one touchdown and two picks in that particular game that we're, you know, we're making up right here. Making up. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, yeah, it's undisputed. Lamar Jackson as a fantasy quarterback is one thing. Now, these wide receivers, before we end the program here, Jim, uh, Marcus Brown comes in as wide receiver. You're getting them all for cheap, George. That's the thing here. They're all really, really cheap. The highest one is Marcus Brown, Hollywood Brown, at wide receiver 68. NFFC ADP. 195, barely make it into the top 200 players. So, uh, you know, yeah, you don't have to pay for that. for that. Yeah. There's a reason for that. If you go back and look at last season, as soon as Lamar Jackson stepped on the field, all the wide receivers went into center field and sat on the ground and said, okay, well, you let us know when we can play. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Basically, everybody's value dropped when Lamar Jackson came to town. Actually, the only one who didn't was the tight end, and that's Marcus Mark Andrews. Right, Mark Andrews. Uh, he had a little value there with, with him throwing him, getting him the ball. He's, you know, he, uh, he's on a lot of people's list as a sleeper. I don't, I don't think you can call him a sleeper anymore. But well, I he think is. He is. He's tight end nineteen coming into the season because there is a lot of tight ends. He had a fantastic season. He might be the best value in terms of fantasy football on the team. That's a guy you might want to target. A very big dark horse. Alright, that's the end of Fantasy Football Frenzy for Jim Day, George Kurtz, your boy the closer, Chris Ventra. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. BF- Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. 
Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies, to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 andro400.com I'm gonna miss you I'm gonna miss you Here's what you missed on Fantasy Football Frenzy I didn't want it to end Jim, you did good except your team's pretty old that's the Who one cares? thing. It's a, it's a redraft. <laughs> it's not a dynasty. I'm not looking for three years from now. I look at it this year. and I, You know what? I don't care what how old my guys are. My guys are going to decimate this league. Wow. I don't know what the heck of the rest of you guys were even smoking. There were other people who had good drafts, Jim. Well, George. What about me? I got nothing? Eh, not really. All right. Well, thanks. I can't, I can't tell what your team is because of the trade you made. Oh, yeah. That's right. You can't tell. My yeah, son. that's what I, the I, whole problem is. And and Steve hasn't put him into Yahoo yet. But that's because. So we can't even go there and see that. That's not that's not Steve's fault, though. I will I will say that. I'll back up Steve here. It's because two people still haven't really joined the league. Yang hasn't joined the league yet. And he also ha- made some questionable picks in that draft. But it's understandable. Who's the other one? Davis Maddock has not joined it yet. But I think he'll be joining soon. So we'll get the rosters out there and, and we'll talk about it. But. You have great running backs. You probably have the best running backs, Jim. James Conner, Todd Gurley. Great start there, I like. Edelman as your wide receiver one. Listen, he's a great wide receiver. He's more of a two for me. But listen, you took two running backs in the first two rounds. That's what's going to happen. So you get Edelman. You get Robert Woods, who's solid. Absolutely love it. These are two really good PPR wide receivers. This is a half-point league, though. Not a full PPR. Uh, And then A.J. Green in the fifth, which could be a steal. But these three wide receivers, they're up there in age. They're up there in age. Um, and then you had... So that, it's the next one. So the next guys, Larry Fitzgerald is your fourth wide receiver. And not bad for a fourth wide receiver, but he is way up there in age. Uh, and then your t- tight ends are, are Delaney Walker. Your starting tight end is Delaney Walker right now. Another older, injury-prone, because of last year, player. Uh, eh, it could be a problem. But you have Kyle Rudolph backing you up. And uh, listen... You got decent backup running backs. I see it. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's just a little older. There might be some injury problems there. We'll see. But I think it was pretty good. 
No uh, one there who's got real injury. Well, Edelman has some injury history. Absolutely, I'll give you that. But A.J. Green, of course, the last couple has been having some injuries, and I, I get that. And he's probably going to miss a couple games to start the season. But even if he misses the first three games, then I get him the rest of the season as the true number one that Dalton loves, throws to a ton, feels comfortable getting him involved, especially in the red zone. I, I don't fear that pick at all. All right, you know, I understand. Listen, you pick the guys you pick because you like them, right? And you don't feel like girly, obviously, early second round pick for Jim. And I would have done the same thing. Uh, I'm on girly with Jim. I think that, listen, even with less touches, he could he's super efficient. He had 19 touchdowns and 21 touchdowns the past two seasons, uh, respectively. So, I mean, he's absolutely a risk, but he's worth the risk. He could be a league winner, right? So, uh, Edelman, Woods, A.J. Green could be solid. Uh, if those are well, you only start two wide receivers in this league and two flexes, but you have Edelman and Woods, which is very solid. Just older players.